Too Many Comics, episode 182. Brooks, we are squeezing two episodes into one because we're busy, busy people. Yeah, it's true, and I feel bad about that. Are yeah. we too busy to be having too many comics? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, so since we've got two weeks worth of news and stuff to get through, uh, let's just start plowing through it here. So um, we talked in the past many times already about uh, Deadly Class being uh, on, on as a television show. And to make myself not fall, to not have it be one of the shows where I want to watch but don't ever get to, uh, I have guilted myself into watching it by way of buying the $10 iTunes season pass of it, even though I could already access the show via other means. I mean, that's very big of you. So yeah. like, I think you said offline that you didn't even want to have to worry about scrolling, or I'm sorry, being able to scroll through the commercials that they yeah. give you like on-demand platforms. No commercials. I use an Apple TV, so it's going to show up in the TV app right there. The, the episodes will be waiting as soon as you turn the thing on. And Rick Remender tweeted about it. It was on sale the other day. It's $10 for 10 episodes. So, you know, I'm happy to uh, to to pay that off and uh, pay it forward a little bit. Line Rick Remender's pockets, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. He needs that money, that, that cheese. Mm-hmm. But I would say that here and there when I've had to do like the – like shit happens like every so often like something doesn't record or something's unavailable and you have to do the, the like the on demand, which I almost said free version. But that's a lie because you, you pay for that service as well. And what I find is it's the same commercial over and over mm-hmm. and over again. If I see the Walmart curbside service commercial again, it's all the famous cars. It's the Ghostbuster yeah, thing yes, yes, yes. And, and Jurassic Park here. Mm-hmm. It's Gary Newman's cars is what's playing. I'm gonna kill myself, and and I don't want. I, there's no cure for death. Last time I checked. I don't want you to do that. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I, I, I realize <laughs> because you care about the show, and not my life. But yeah, but it, the point is, I see. I see where you're at on that. All right. Uh, Vision artist shares artwork from canceled Marvel series. So we we were about to get a Chelsea Kane, um, written Vision follow up to Tom King's Fantastic um, series, and Marvel put the kibosh on that. And so it looks like some artwork has been trickling out a little bit. Uh, most most notably, this family tree of vision that looks like it was probably a lot of fun to put together. Um, has to be the messiest, most real thing you can try to do. For example, here's Viv Vision's hot mess of a family tree. It's got dozens of names on it. I mean, I what happened with this book? I really what happened? To read it. Samezies. Yeah, that's a, it's a real shame. Well, that's. Pretty sad that we. That's all we can say about that. That's all we can say about yeah. that. So uh, even more of a shame is Kelly Thompson starting to ghost us. I'm not going to co-sign on that opinion. So uh, Kelly Thompson and I have gone back and forth multiple times on uh, her availability to be on the show. She actually has been super nice up until this point. She is very, 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 very busy, and she's been not anything less than transparent about that. So we had to just find a time where we can squeeze her in. She was even saying, like, you know, no, no more than an hour. I'm like, dude, we had Francesca Reed Dotson <laughs> for like 25 minutes. Like, wh- whatever you want to do, this is this is a this is a, a treat for it's all me about and you. you. Yeah, yeah. So um, I sent her another note, uh, to, and she's also on the West Coast, which also I think um, it bodes well for me and you because yes, she was talking about when it like during the day, and we both have actual jobs. We're, we're corporate fucking. We don't schlubs. make our living off this show. That's not no no mm-hmm. no. Not at all, <laughs> but uh, I, I think it'd be cool to to make that happen. And I again, everything else aside, huge fan, doing great work. Yeah. I think her, I think her Jessica Jones book is as good as he ever was. So yeah, I would agree. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. I promise. Um, we have both seen Captain Marvel, which released last weekend. 
Yeah, we did. Should we do a quick thoughts? Quick, quick go around here. Well, look at, let, let's talk Turkey first. It's broken so many records. Yeah, it's doing People great. have have turned out in droves to see this. I want to say as of this morning, it had made like four hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide, and I want to say even that the reviews have been more than fair, given what I think. But uh, I saw it opening night. I saw it in the city. And I saw it at 10.15, and I thought, honestly, I was bugging over, like, oh, my God, dude, I'm getting home so late. Um, and the fact that it was only two hours, it was almost to me, like, oh, that actually seems, like, short for some of these yeah. movies. That, Wait till we see Endgame. Yes, yeah, with the intermission and everything else. <laughs> um, well, um, well, what would what, you think? Um, so, I mean, I mean, I think it was fine. It's certainly not upper echelon of MCU um, you know, I don't, I wouldn't put it near the top of, of, or if you even just want to compare the origin story movies, um, uh, you know, we, you and I talked a lot of corny type of spots where things happen very quickly. Uh, I, and I just think it overall, I love Brie Larson. I thought it was good. There's some good jokes. There's probably the best Stan Lee cameo of any of the MCU movies. Um, you know, I, I liked the banter of, I liked them sprinkling in knowing that this is, a story taking place in the past. You get the young Nick Fury, Coulson. Uh, you get some tie-ins with uh, Ronan the Accuser. So you, so you instantly get it that, you know, you're in the MCU. It's not just some standalone story told in the past. You've got all these characters that you've seen uh, things play out. So I thought they did a good job with that. You know, it's, it's, you know, great to see her powers and everything. I feel like it would have played better were it, did it come out, were it to come out closer to, Avengers Infinity War being over as opposed to like it's a month before the the big boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like it suffers a little bit because of that. I, I mean, to me, I, I mean, I, actually, I was actually talking to a colleague about this, about the formality of all of these origin story movies. And she said, you know, hey, I didn't like Captain America 1. I didn't like Iron Man 1. I didn't enjoy Spider-Man 1. I didn't like, uh, to a lesser extent, Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man was fun. And, and, and she's not being a hater. She's saying, like, these are all movies that are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, 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 we, we know. They're, mm-hmm. they're heroes. I don't need to see, although it was cool to see Cap become from skinny to jacked. And it was interesting to see, you know, Tony get his, like, iron heart and all this. But, like, really... Exposition is tiresome to people like me and you, and if, and if, and I think more and more people that are that are into this genre, let's go. But to me, I gotta say, man, and uh, I was challenged about this by somebody else about being like, this wasn't made for you. This this is not made for you know. You're not the mark. Listen, man, I want to like this movie so much. I had goosebumps when he got the page from Captain Marvel at the end of Avengers: Infinity War. I didn't think it was that well crafted of a movie. I'm just being, I'm just being transparent. Things like they found those files so fast when they were in the warehouse, and uh, theories and fascists with with the cat that was actually like this interesting alien Flirkin. thing. That it, yeah, sure, uh, we can certainly fly this alien spacecraft so easily, can't we? I even thought to myself, I, I, I'm not a parent. You will be. Sooner than later, mm-hmm. when the, when the daughter's like, "Mom, you have to go on this suicide mission." That's irresponsible. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta. You do see it. what I'm saying? Like, it just I, I don't know. I don't know. Things, I, were, things uh, were set on a tee. 
What now? Things were set on a tee and they hit home runs. If you want to call them home runs, be my guest. Well, I just thought I, I, I want to like it all on its own. And I found that it was playing into a lot of tropes. But I have to also just real comes to things like maybe it's not. Maybe these itches getting scratched are not meant for me. And that's that's the most diplomatic way I can put it. Anything? No, I mean, I yeah, I think it's all fair. I mean, I enjoyed watching it, but, it, you know, I I enjoy watching pretty much all of those movies. That doesn't mean they're all super great that I want to watch over and over again. There's only so many Winter Soldiers. That's true. Yeah. But I, I, but I also, uh, yes, I'll still be there for uh, Black Widow, which we'll discuss later. Yes, of course. But, uh, so there you go. And, and I, but, but, but in and of itself, I thought Brie Larson on her own did a fantastic job playing that role. Yeah, she everything great. else aside, she is great. Um, for Very Captain cute. Marvel, um, the other the longtime guest of the show, co- fill in co host every once in a while, Ashley, her podcast that she co stars on, The Short Box in Jacksonville, they did a big um, viewing of Captain Marvel. And one of the Riverside theaters in Jacksonville, and then did a live show afterwards. And they were teasing out potentially another Jacksonville podcast meetup, to which I threw out have one around Avengers when when old Brooksy here is in town, and perhaps too many comics will uh, make it out. And uh, that may be in the works. I'm down. That would be fun. I feel <laughs> like we're we're longstanding rivals that aren't really rivals. No, <laughs> it's like we're the, not even rivals. It's like, yeah, it's like the show that. Like actually puts flyers up at the comic shop and uh, everything, whereas we kind of just do our own thing. And we're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> so look forward to that. So we got like six weeks till Avengers, something like that. Oh my god, I, it's crazy. Uh, I'm scared. Um, well, we'll talk plenty more Avengers over the next six weeks. I'm I'm certain of that. Uh, I did get the call from the comic book shop the other day to come pick up my books, to which I said, "What is even there?" And there's like four bucks waiting on me. So. I talked, you know, recently about maybe switching that to the Image Direct sad. subscription service, and uh, that's being canceled as well. So I guess I'm going to have to continue going to the comic book shop to get the one book that I subscribe to. But what would Image Direct give you that Comicsology would not? Well, I just want to have Saga in print. Is basically what it, I've already like, collected all these issues in print, so I just want to finish off Saga, and that that's it's probably the last book that I will ever collect in print. Wow, that's also sad. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. I mean, it, it is to me as a reader, as a small child. I mean, I, as you know, keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller apartments despite my massive success. Uh, <laughs> but it's just not a reality for a lot of people that you can actually have these these books around. It, it, it makes you a hoarder. And we shun those people these days. Yeah. We make TV shows about them. Yep, that's right. So either way, I got to venture out to the shop uh, this week before the baby is born or else I will never get there anytime soon. So I got to make that happen. Pick up my five books that they're stressing about. <laughs> little, little Alana. <laughs> so for two two weeks ago, we didn't have a number one to read. We assigned each other Batman Volume 1 by Tom King. Uh, obviously, we're big Tom King fans. We've talked in the past about potentially getting around to his Batman. So, uh, you know, what better way than make yourselves do it for the show? So, okay. So, I, I obviously, what, like you said, big fan. I, I feel like we've been reading more and more Batman these days, which, again, okay, could do so much worse. Really. Yeah. Uh, he's like the anti-Iron Man. They're both rich, and they have, like, gadgets, but they couldn't be more different in their, like, you know, least in life, don't you think? Yeah, I would say so. Um Ex- you know, Batman kind of wants to uh, be in the shadows, 
you know, obviously it keeps Bruce Wayne totally separate. Whereas Tony Stark is well known as, as Iron Man, um, loves to flaunt his toys, show it off for everyone to see. Yeah. So, I mean, especially in those regards, they're extreme opposites. I mean, he has, uh, facial hair. Mm -hmm. It's, he, like, he likes to drink. He kills people. Yep. Um, you know, I, I I thought it was well made. The art was good. I, I will say there were certain points that I did not feel like super um, in the know about. This like new – like he's not quite Robin, but he's a protege person. Uh, Duke Thomas, I, I, yeah. I just I, remember him I, from – he came out of the We Are Robin books. I didn't know who that person was. Yeah, that's the only way I, I know him. Beyond whatever, I think he's done some more stuff since that short little book. Um, I'm not quite sure what all he's gotten into, but yeah, that and it was weird that he was introduced up front, but kind of didn't play a that big a role at all in this little in this first arc. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had never heard of the this arc that that went on. So the the Gotham Girl and Gotham Boy, uh, you know, that was that was all new to me. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely well made. Um, I imagine there's probably much better arcs of his within this Batman run that he has going on. Uh, there's nothing earth earth shattering here. I thought the, the epilogue was like sort of more towards vintage Tom King, where it was just from Gotham girl um, going through her, her mind as she was shaving off her head and still attempting to save Gotham and Batman tries to hunt her down. Like that, I think that last epilogue issue was like a vintage Tom King book that could have been like from the pages of a Gotham girl miniseries. So that was a good way to end it. But, but also, you know, that like his run from this, this first taste is going to go a hundred books. Mm -hmm. Like my God, the wedding, his life's the work. whole thing, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, and good for him. Mm -hmm. And also again, a hundred books. That's, that is unheard of these days. Yeah. Very true. So good stuff. Uh, elsewhere for this week, we also read meet the scrolls. Number one, uh, this is of a five-issue miniseries. Uh, the Warners are your typical family. Dad works at Stark. Mom works in the senator's office. Jennifer and Alice are students at Stanford High School. The only thing that makes them different is that they're shape-shifting scrolls and have infiltrated our society to pave the way for a scroll invasion. This is written by Robbie Thompson. Uh, art by Nico Henricon. Bring the Marvel Universe down to Earth with a bold new look at the scrolls that, that will test even your loyalty. So this is a well, also, well, well, we also got Marco, Marcus Martin doing the, the cover. Yes, which is always good. Um so along the lines of of the of the vision book, you got the scrolls trying to work their way into society, albeit this time for you know more sinister thing to uh, to uncover some information, carry out some missions. You know they're having to deal with their daughter who has you know grown up um, on Earth and is maybe has some feelings outside of just being being a scroll. I mean I think it's interesting. I, it didn't catch me like something like Vision or, or others have. So, uh, but I'm happy that this is a five issue miniseries. I think this is something that I'd, I'd want to continue continue to read because I love these these quirky little offshoots like this. Like find these random characters, put them in some certain situation that's like well outside of what these bigger bigger books are doing, and uh, make it more character driven. So I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, but obviously not as good as uh, right off the bat as some of those other types of books were. Okay, so it's a, this is a five book run. And you said before, I think that the fact that we had the vision book was awesome. And then we got denied the follow up. And of course, could it be less uh, coincidentally time to Captain Marvel that the scrolls are getting a book that's a little more character driven? Because we learned a few things mm -hmm. in the Captain Marvel movie. Yes. yes, uh, yes. But, but, <laughs> but even still, you know, I think that 
first of all, five bucks, that's for the commitment phobe in me is still like, that's not so bad. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious. And we and we learn, you know, how this family, quote unquote, is is going to accomplish a mission that has, you know, a mission, but also them sort of uh, also having human like stakes in the game in terms of like emotions and concerns and and um, insecurities. Yeah. It's interesting. It okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's piqued my interest, and thank you for being again a five issue mini series. I, I will hop on board something like that. That's easy. Mm-hmm. For next week, I've put in here. It was another slow week, by the way, but I've put in Jeez. Magnificent Miss Marvel number one. It says Miss Marvel is back. All new ongoing series from Eisner Award winning writers Saladin Ahmed. But it's not business as usual in Jersey City. Aliens are wreaking havoc in Kamala's Kamala's corner of the world, and they seem weirdly interested in Miss Marvel and her family. Eisner Award winner Saladin Ahmed, who has written Black Bolt and Exiles and Rising Star, Minkyu Hung, who has drawn Batgirl <laughs> and Nightwing, take the reins of one of the Marvel's most beloved new characters. You won't want to miss this shocking start of it. First and foremost, I love that they're in Jersey City because that's that's pretty close to home mm-hmm. and also not that dangerous or exciting. All right. Well, I have so been busy prepping for a baby that is coming in two days i also broke my finger last week playing basketball at a work function can you unpack what happened what happened went up for a rebound jam a finger on something i mean how big was the dude that you went up against or chick i'm Uh, sorry i mean he's probably like six two six three what are you six four Mm -hmm. what are you like 200 now yeah and you your finger broken yeah sucks really bad jesus dude all that is to say, I had to not read anything other than the, than the assigned reading. I have purchased. I'm going to be in the hospital for a few days this weekend for the babe. So I've got, which things that you may even talk about, but I've got things like Heroes in Crisis to read. Um, I bought Heart in a Box, which is Kelly Thompson's graphic novel that she did before. Um, Wicked Divine 42. All these things that I, uh, I'm looking forward to getting to. Wow, dude. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I at least made it out to the movies. Oh, that's good. Um, and I'm obviously super excited for you. So let me just power through what I got too, because I have no children coming. Uh, Age of X Men Prisoner. This is the book starring uh, Bishop. So the whole thing of this whole Age of X Men thing, it, the, the the whole point of it, I told you before, is like no fucking. That's the whole, <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. Uh, and so he's been put in prison for banging Jean Grey, which is so strange. But there you go. Um, Paper Girls twenty six. I have to tell you, man, where are you on Paper Girls? How do you feel about this? Brian um, K. Vaughn. I'm Chang. not sure that I've read. So you know that I read them. Um, I buy the volumes usually after the fact when they're on sale. So I don't know that I've read the most recent volume. It's that I just so hard to follow. Do you, you get into this and I'm but, like. But, but, I, that's why I stopped reading them issue by issue for sure. And, 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 like, and I feel like we've come back from a break with this one. And I'm just like, I respect the art. I respect how much they've clearly put into a storyline, but I'm also like, what? I'm sorry. That that's just where I'm at. Uh, and, and also, I don't want to sound dumb, but I think I'm too dumb for this book. Uh, that's sorry. a shame. I know, but I'm not, but of course I'll, I'll keep spending money on it. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you. Of course. Uncanny X Men number thirteen, Matthew Rosenberg. So th- we, we we continue down the path of Cyclops and Wolverine coming back together to do this thing together they've, they've rescued a few new mutants from a thing and half are infected with like a techno-organic virus my god how have i ever had sex before <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ um anyway so but, but i enjoy it and this is, it was actually a good nod to the 90s where in, in in hopes of of getting 
you know, camouflaged. They found uniforms from like 1992, <laughs> which just to me was like funny. Uh, Old Man Quill number two, which I got because I was just bored. This is the whole version where it's, you know, it, is it Kyle Peterson? Somebody, something, Peters, something, someone's doing this. Something. <laughs> so Peters in the title. Uh, it's fine. I, I, I can't see myself going through this book to book. I might consider reading this when it's done. Okay. Book of Divine 42, another one where I'm like, where, where, what is the, what's happening? But there were, and, and already. There were a few significant deaths. Okay. This, so you, you've been warned. And then I read Age of X-Men Extremist, another one of those books from like the Age of X-Men series where I just – this one – Stylix in this book, you know I'm a fan, where I'm just like, I I don't I don't like this. I don't like – it's just the, the tone is all wrong and, and I don't like the art that much. God, do I like comic books? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Tazong is not pleased. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm just being honest about how, how I feel, okay? Yeah, listen, I understand. Fine. That's what I did. All right. Well, let's run through some news. That's what I did. Uh, Image Comics announces a 12-city concert tour to support Little Girl's graphic novel. I threw this in here because aforementioned Ashley has worked on this book. Uh, And the first concert tour stop is Jacksonville, Florida at the Coliseum of Comics in Riverside uh, the day after that Avengers comes out. So if you're still in town, um, maybe we could go support Ashley. I assume she will be there. Well, first of all, here's what's coming. I'm going to go see the movie, and then I'm going to leave town right away. Okay. Well, <laughs> Also, a- Ashley Lonnie is uh, her professional name. Lonnie. <laughs> that, uh... that, that, that would be good. I actually enjoy that. And, and honestly, like, at the risk of what I said before about Captain Marvel, like, I think it's really fucking cool that girls are getting into this in a way that's productive and out and really, you know, like, public. I think that's great. Yes. Please. I, w- I would love to talk to Kelly Thompson about it. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, Black Widow movie is eyeing Emma Watson for co-lead role. What could she be playing? Uh, Who? The character breakdowns that surface in November describe the character as a, quote, kick-ass female James Bond. I got nothing still. Yeah, I don't but know. Is she playing Black Widow? <laughs> 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 uh, could be uh, any number of things, I guess. Okay. James Gunn, Suicide Squad 2, team revealed. So Will Smith is out. Perhaps Idris Elba is in. Margot Robbie returns. Viola Davis as Amanda Waller's back. I saw that. Joel Kinnaman also might reprise his role as Rick Flagg. Outside of that, everyone else looks to be new. Who's the hammerhead shark in the picture here? I don't know. Uh, can we just talk about how this is, um, just because James Gunn's doing it, I'm excited to potentially see Suicide Squad 2. And it worries me that uh, it's really going to, like, Marvel's going to like be like, oh, man, like, why did we let him go? Right. I mean, I think that foolish tweets aside, that was stupid to do. Yeah. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was so great. And now they've stalled the third third installment of that and it, wasting his talents on the Suicide Squad. Like, God <laughs> <damn it. laughs> uh, all right. Well, well and... hey, what are you going to do? Uh, nothing. Hey, hey. What and then doing? you may have to run me through this story a little bit. So we've got Mike Deodato That's is good. no yeah. longer with Marvel. Um, you said you were aware of, and I don't want to sound like I haven't been reading comics for all that long. Um, so I'm not super familiar with his work, but you know, I've read through a lot of this stuff. Um, he's making the change to creator owned books. The follow up to that is he's joining Jeff, Jeff Lemire at dark horse to write to, uh, to co-create a creator owned with him. So, uh, tell me a little bit about him and is, is this a super big deal? I mean, I, I'm not sure. Why did he even quit Marvel? I mean, he just, uh, 
He says, uh, I've been living my dream with those characters 24 years. I loved every second of it. Now I'm 56 and I have a new dream to be a creator-owned artist. I want to dedicate my full time to create my own books and characters. Marvel became a family to me. I grew as an artist, blah, 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 blah. Told them about my decision almost one year ago. I wish I could share with you how supportive they were. Brought me tears just like now. An opportunity for me to revisit all the characters I care the most in Marvel Universe, Savage Avengers, blah, 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 blah. Marvel, I love you and always will. He just wants to do his own thing. I mean, the guy has drawn crazy amount of books. I mean, we're talking like, shoot, man, Batgirl, Wonder Woman, Wildcats, Astonishing X-Men, only one of the books, by the way, Astonishing Spider-Man, Brooklyn Knight, Incredible Hulk, New Avengers, Moon Knight, Ultimates, Old Man Logan. That's how I know him the best. Like, the guy has been, he's drawn a lot of shit. Sounds like it. Um, you know, look, I, I think you and I don't know what it's like to be on that side of the coin, right? We know I, – I feel like when we interview people like Francesca Ruth Dotson, you're a millionaire. <laughs> no. <laughs> These people are hustling their asses off to you know, have an iota of a presence in, in something. So you, I don't know what it means to be a working, quote-unquote, artist or writer in a major comic book publisher like DC or Image or, or Marvel or any of them. You, I guess you, you get to that point where you're like, I'm going to do my own thing, and I feel secure in it, and I'm sad about it, but this is what I have to do for my soul. So, I mean, I, I appreciate that he's stepping out. It's brave. Yeah. I mean, I think you can equate it to uh, to our industry that we work in. I mean, I think you see a lot of people that will work in-house for somewhere, or you know, they do a bunch of freelance or whatever, and then you just kind of, you know, what, what would it be like to be my own boss, doing my own thing? you know, making my own creative decisions, blah, blah, blah. Um, so more power to them. And it's, it's, you know, we've talked many times through the years on the show of, of image and, um, you know, all the alterna, uh, all these other publishers where creators are doing wonderful things. Cause there's comics for everyone. So if he's got an idea to put something together, uh, you know, I'm excited to check it out, especially if he's working with Jeff Lemire. What a great start. What a great start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well uh the, for the next show i will be a father so who knows when we will be able to record hopefully back on oh, some, yeah. form of, some form of a normal schedule but we might have to play it by ear for at least a week man man listen on record i'm super happy for you congratulations i cannot wait to see you and your kid in the next uh six weeks yeah i look forward to it uh until next time too many comics.com hit us up on twitter we'd love to uh to chat some books with all of you I've been reading too many comics.